hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. I took a much-needed day off from YouTube yesterday. Haven't missed a day on here since Christmas, and I figured most of you guys would be busy watching the Super Bowl anyway, so it was the perfect time to take a little break. As is always the case, there are plenty of storylines coming out of the Super Bowl, or as most mainstream media outlets prefer to call it, the big game. We are no longer allowed to use the word Super Bowl. The only bowl allowed to be described as super is the Super Butt Bongo Bowl, which takes place every weekend at Club Shay Shay. If you're one of the plebes collecting woke welfare in the mainstream media, there is plenty for you to be talking about on this Monday morning. The controversial holding call late in the fourth quarter. Even though technically it was the right call, I just don't agree with it in that situation. If this happened in week four, make that call. But in the biggest game of the year, with a pass that was most likely not even catchable, I think they should have let that call slide. The ending to the Super Bowl would have been a hell of a lot more exciting if the Eagles are driving with a minute or so left in the fourth quarter down by three points. Now, if you're a member of the media, there are numerous angles that you could take with that one play, that one call alone. You could talk about the Kelsey brothers, the entire Kelsey family. You could talk about the greatness of Patrick Mahomes playing on a busted ankle. Hell, you could even mention his sister, Jackie, who was once again making a complete mockery of the Mahomes family. Once again, Jackie Mahomes took his brother's big moment and tried to make it all about Jackie Mahomes. I could dedicate an entire video to the foo-foo dancing queen, but to be honest with you, I am tired of talking about Jackie Mahomes. I just want her to go away. But you guys get the point. If you're a sports writer, if you're a sports personality on television, there are plenty of directions that you could go in when talking about the Super Bowl. Which angle, which direction did ESPN and USA Today choose to take? <laughs> Mythical racism. Let's start with the worldwide leader in woke. The post-game coverage last night on Fox, it was relatively short, so if you wanted in-depth coverage after the Super Bowl, you had to choose between NFL Network or ESPN. Now, even though I am absolutely disgusted with the NFL Network right now and how they treated Michael Irvin last week, I decided to go with the lesser of two evils. Outside of the NBA, I absolutely refuse to watch the filth presented by ESPN. However, one of my viewers, they chose ESPN last night, and they sent me this clip of their exciting coverage of the big game. This right here, this is quality sports analysis. Us normal people, we don't have the ability to think outside the woke box. We see Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl, and that's all we see. Luckily, we can rely on ESPN to provide quality information, historical information that we need to know about. This right here is important stuff. The pair at ESPN chose to deliver this high-value information was none other than Chris Berman. Chris Berman? Chris Berman? I thought he retired a few years ago. Chris Berman in his prime was an absolute legend, but unfortunately it appears that he has been infected with the woke fungus. While watching post-game coverage on NFL Network last night, not one time 
did I hear anything about race. They interviewed players. They spoke with Andy Reid. It was the type of coverage that you would expect from a network dedicated to sports. How did Chris Berman and ESPN start off their Super Bowl coverage? <laughs> Watch it for yourself. Also, of course, two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Um, what kind of person is so fucking obsessed with race that they spent their time figuring out the first Super Bowl featuring two black quarterbacks was being played on Abraham Lincoln's birthday? Seriously, how many of you guys watching that game last night even knew it was Abraham Lincoln's birthday? The guy was born over 200 years ago. He's been dead for centuries. What the hell does Abraham Lincoln have to do with the Super Bowl? Nothing. Now, of course, the insinuation here is Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, which eventually led to the opportunity for two young black men to play in the Super Bowl. There's just one small problem with this insinuation. Patrick Mahomes is half white. Have you seen his mother? The only thing black about her is her nail polish. But the media, they can't point that out to you. No, no, no. Come on, guys. That doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative leading up to the Super Bowl last week was another history-making moment. Another first. The first time two oppressed brothers are playing in the big game. No evil white men allowed. The only thing that would have made the woke boner reach its climax was to have two black head coaches involved. But even with that being the case, you would think, you would think the shit fucks in the mainstream media were pleased with the NFL last night. Roger Goodell did his best trying to appease everyone. He tried to appease normal people. The NFL presented an excellent tribute to 9-11. They honored the military. They honored Pat Tillman. Some dude named Chris Stapleton performed the national anthem. I didn't know who the hell he was. My girlfriend told me that he's a popular country music singer. When I first saw him, I thought he was one of those walruses from Duck Dynasty. But even with that being the case, I thought he did a great job performing the national anthem. But the NFL, they also tried to appease the shit fucks. They had someone sing the Black National Anthem. You know, because nothing unites a country like having two national anthems. Now notice, notice I did not say the NFL trying to appease black people, normal black people. Most of my black friends, they had never heard of the Black National Anthem before a year ago. This was not done to appease black people. The NFL did this trying to be accepted by the filth in the mainstream media. There was plenty of firsts to go around last night. The wanker spanking reached a fever pitch right before kickoff. The NFL is proud to announce the first all-female flyover for the Super Bowl pregame. Wait a minute. I thought these people didn't know how to properly define or identify a woman. I know 100% of the shit fucks have never seen a naked woman. They prefer Randy over Sandy. How do we really know these were actual women doing this flyover? Did Roger Goodell have their gender confirmed by a certified woke biologist? Was Rachel Levine flying one of those planes? If not, 
This was not a true all-female flyover. As you guys know, there is no other woman more beautiful than Rachel Levine. Except, of course, Jamel Hill. Oh, look at Jamelly here. Isn't she just a ray of sunshine? I just love that O face you make, Jamelly, when you see Don's lemon surrounding that woke wiener. There was plenty of appeasing going on at the Super Bowl last night. The NFL trying to please everyone, but like I always say, there is no appeasing the unappeasable. What's one of the first headlines I see on my newsfeed this morning? Another masterpiece from the Star Trek virgin himself, Mike Loves Freeman. Oh, Mikey Freeman. It has been far too long. We haven't talked about you in months. And don't think I have forgotten, Mikey. Casey has a long memory. I am still waiting for that apology that you promised me when you said, I will be first in line if this Rachel Richardson situation turns out to be mythical racism. Well, we proved Rachel Richardson was full of shit from the beginning. So whenever you're ready to apologize, I'll send Captain Kirk to pick you up in the Death Star to fly you to my studio. Headline from Mike Freeman at USA Today. Sorry, hater. Super Bowl 57 is the blackest, most woke Super Bowl ever. Uh, pretty sure every Super Bowl is black since most NFL players are black. During the first half of this masterpiece, the Star Trek virgin gave his best attempt at woke humor. He was cracking legendary jokes. The flyover was performed by an all-female team. Wokeity, woke, woke. Wokeity, woke, woke. I would revoke Mike Freeman's man card, but I'm pretty sure it was revoked years ago when he gave the Star Trek sign of virginity. Mike Freeman spent this entire article explaining why the Super Bowl was for black people only and white people were upset about it. I'm white, Mikey. I wasn't upset about shit. He spent the second half of this article explaining why the NFL wasn't dedicated enough to being woke. For much of the league's existence, they have embraced segregation at the quarterback position and racism against blackhead coaches. Really? Are we going to do this again? Has the supply of mythical racism become so low that we are going back to the dead narrative that the NFL is biased against black quarterbacks? Mike Freeman and USA Today, they want you to believe, more specifically, they want black people to believe that white people are upset because the Super Bowl was supposedly mostly black. I don't speak for all white people, but I can assure you most of us don't give a fuck. The same movement that is supposedly dedicated to unity is always trying to divide us through mythical racism. I didn't think the NFL went overboard with the woke bullshit last night, which is exactly why virgins like Mike Freeman are complaining about it. The NFL, the NFL, they keep playing this game where they try to please everyone. Roger Goodell knows his league is supported and funded by normal people. But for some reason, he keeps trying to appease the media by lightly dipping his toes in the woke sea. It would not matter if he dove in head first. The media is never going to accept the NFL.
Because anything universally loved by normal people will always be rejected by the shit fucks. In his article, Mike Freeman jokingly asked, Does anyone have the address for the woke mob so I can go visit? <laughs> like you didn't already know the address, Mikey. For starters, you can start next weekend at the NBA All-Star Game. There will be plenty of shit fuckery on display there. Make sure to bring plenty of Preparation H, though, to protect yourself from the hangover. But, if you're not down with the Traveling Butt Bongo Festival, the Deacons do offer a permanent residence. It's located at 69 Cucumber Way, Shea Shea GA, zip code UFUCK. But give me your thoughts. ESPN, USA Today, do their best to turn the Super Bowl into an issue about race, proving once again how out of touch the mainstream media is with normal people. What did you guys think of the Super Bowl? Me personally, I didn't think it was overtly woke. I think the NFL tried to please everyone, but I didn't think they went too far overboard here. Maybe you guys saw something that I didn't see. Maybe I missed something. If so, let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.